Live from State Street in the heart of Chicago, you are listening to the new home of the Chicago Bears, ESPN Chicago. And this is Waddle and Sylvie, WMVP, WSHE, HD2 Chicago, a good karma brand's radio station. Hope your day's going great. There are no more NFL jobs left, correct? No, no head, co- yeah, uh, head coaching, coaching jobs. Yeah. yeah, and by the way, I think Alex Van Pelt just got the New England Patriots offensive coordinator job. You are correct. so if Luke Getzey was hoping for that, now? Uh, that I don't know. <laughs> Alex Van Pelt, he's going to do both. Um, and so Jim Harbaugh was also introduced today. Classic uh, Harbaugh, and and, it, and the last job that was filled today was the Commanders job with Dan Quinn. Uh, he he got the yeah. job today. As he was the defensive coordinator for the Dallas Cowboys, he was a finalist for the Bears job with Matt Eberflus a couple of years ago. The Bears elected to go with Eberflus over Quinn. He was the Atlanta Falcons head coach uh, back in the day. And remember, had Shanahan as his offensive coordinator. I saw a tweet going around. His staff in Atlanta was one of those legendary staffs with Shanahan and others. Who was his D.C. in Atlanta? I got to double check because... Um, I, I, I want to say McCarthy may have been on the staff, too, offensively. Like, I think Shanny had that whole yeah. offensive staff that you would just be, be crazy for in Atlanta. The, yeah. the team that blew the 28-3 to lead against the Patriots and Brady. But uh, wow, yeah, had Matt LaFleur, Kyle Shanahan. The D.C. was Mark Quand Manuel. And he, I think he was. But, he may have been calling the DC uh, the defense. Like you said, McDaniel was on that. Wow. I mean, look, Matt Lafleur, uh, Mike Mike McDaniel. Yeah. I mean, like their and, current coach Raheem Morris. Yeah. The 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 assistant head coach then was was Raheem Morris. And that that was the draw. Like when he was the a finalist for the Bears job is that I was intrigued by is that he always put together a good staff. And and the Bears wow. didn't want him, though. Or he was a finalist. I knew some people in the building wanted him, but Poles wanted Eberflus. Yeah. So that was the last job that went uh, today. Jim Harbaugh introduced. I wanted to play you a, a bite or two from this. This was, this was one that you pointed out today. Uh, and then we'll get back to your calls at 312-332-3776, whether it's about the Bears quarterback gig that we talked a lot about early, and we'll continue to do so as we get closer to the Combine. And then the pro days and, and the draft and everything like that. This is uh, this is like uh, Harbaugh complimenting the reporter and the reporter complimenting Harbaugh. You know there are going to be some memorable exchanges. He's the new coach of the uh, Los Angeles Chargers. The questions, uh, lot to probably talk about, and let's have at it. Coach, this is uh, I'm Jim Hill of KKL Nine News. Congratulations. You're a legend. No, 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 no. You're the legend. You're a legend. No, no, no. no. You're the legend. legend. Believe me, you're the legend. (laughs) (laughs) That's like a fake show, Jim. It's like out of a TV show. It's going to be fun out there for them. I say that now. It could get a little tedious at times, but. (laughs) The questions, uh, a lot to probably talk about, and let's have at it. Coach, this is uh, I'm Jim Hill, KKL 9 News. Congratulations. You're a legend. No, 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 you're the legend. You're a legend. No, 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 you're the legend. legend. Believe me, you're the legend. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, so good. (laughs) There was another one uh, the NFL was was saying that was very, um, what's the Apple show? With uh, the soccer coach. What's his? Ted Lasso. Oh, Ted Lasso. They they tweeted something. There was a very Ted Lasso-y soundbite. I don't know I, if you I could think pull you that. Could, you could probably, how long did it last? Do you know how long the Harbaugh press conference lasted? I bet every minute of it would be entertaining if you're just sitting at home and you got nothing to do. Here's another just one. Just put it on. You want this? I mean, humble and hungry. I mean, right there. I mean, that's, that's where we are right now. Humble and hungry, and we're going we're gonna to respect all our opponents, and we're going we're gonna to strive that uh, you know, we're going to earn their respect, and uh, we're going to earn our winning um, you know, tough team, you know, the resilient team, a relentless team, uh, physical team uh, is where we're going to aspire to be. Don't let the powder blues fool you. That's what we're going to aspire to do. <laughs> he's, 
He's such a winner, and he's he such is. a weirdo. But he's I love it. I love every part of it. Weirdo. And, and, and you know what? I'm all, I'm here for all of it. Right. I'm here for every yeah, bit of it. And we're all weirdos. I mean, like, yeah, we're but, all. But he wears it on his sleeve. Yeah. He wears his his weirdo ness on his sleeve. His weirdness on his sleeve. Do you see the 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 back in time video where they showed the father Jack speaking to John's team? On right in the summer before they went on, like the, Jim or John Harbaugh before they went on that that Super Bowl run, and Jack Harbaugh told the story about Muhammad Ali. Yeah, did you see the video? Yes. like that yes. is quintessential awesome Harbaugh video about saying my name. Yes, it was about when he uh, changed his name from Cassius Clay to yes. Muhammad Ali. Yes, and his opponent kept calling him Cassius Clay. Yes. And he and he said, "No, you're going to say my name." Yes. If you haven't seen it, I, I saw it recently. I don't know where I saw it. It's worth the three or four or five minutes that you like. They did video. an NFL film yes. special on that part. It was unbelievable. Um, and I think it was with Sable, who's no yeah. longer with us, yeah. narrating that. It was Jim, John, and Jack, the three of them. I think sitting around a table and talking t- about Tom it. Cream with, and Tom with them Cream too, was there too. Brother in law, right. Uh, I can't wait for Chargers football this season. I just can't. Oh, yeah, there's some things I've copied from Ted Lasso. I try, I try to emulate Ted Lasso uh, in a lot of ways. That's that's that TV show. Yeah, that's that's one of the best. Jason Sudeikis, uh, you know, tremendous. I got a great story of how I met Jason Sudeikis. Uh, uh, but I think that there's a life lesson in every every one of those episodes. If you haven't seen that show. Piece of advice, if I may. Watch the Ted Lasso show. I want to know the I want to know the story about how he met Jason Sudeikis. Now, oh well, get him on. I'm gonna. I, I told Tyler to break. Oh. So I'm gonna try to have him on. Try to we convince him to come on. We could have hosted the Jim Harbaugh yeah, show. Yes, it would have been awesome. He'd have gotten tired of us. Oh yeah, sure. But, who doesn't? But he would have made it fun. You guys done with me now? You know, did you guys finished. We finished with this. Like, he'll have those moments. Of course he will. How good is that? I don't know if the Chargers media knows what they're getting. Because there will be some awkward moments. Oh, yes, there will. I, I have to believe, though, that those guys are thrilled out there to, to have him yeah. be their coach. So we're talking about uh, also streaming oh. the uh, Super Bowl. If, if that were to be the case, like, what are the advancements here coming down the road? The Super Bowl is a week from Sunday. Would you pay for a pay-per-view Super Bowl if it were to be the future? I had a poll question brought to you by your local Chicagoland Toyota dealers where many hardos are saying, no, you're not going to pay. Twenty-seven, uh, Almost 2,800 people have voted. 70.6% of you say, no, you wouldn't pay $50 to stream for the Super Bowl. I'm not calling you all liars. I'm just not. I just, I'll just say this. I am ridiculously surprised that that number is that high i can understand the initial just reaction to express frustration but i think when push comes to shove i think reality versus what the projection would be with that would be tremendously different would be significantly different and then um andrew brandt as i mentioned before the break was tweeting out how like 10 years ago no one could have ever imagined that the super bowl would be in vegas like, I was thinking about that the other day, too. It's awesome. Um, I remember staying at the Palms Hotel years and years ago. Who were the, the brothers who used to own the Sacramento Kings? Uh, the uh, the, um, the Maloofs. The Maloofs. Oh, the Maloofs. Right. I never would have pulled that. That's Very right. good, Kev I was thinking the Fertitis or whatever. The, but they, the, own the, the Rockets. they own the Rockets. Yeah, that's right. So the Maloofs used to own the, the Kings, and they owned the Palms Hotel. And uh, if you stayed there, they you could bet on everything in the sports book except the NBA because it yeah. was owned by NBA owners. It like how ridiculous was that? And that's why there weren't any professional sports teams there. And now all of a sudden, you basically have all the pro sports teams. The A's are moving there. You're going to get an NBA team there soon. A lot of people think LeBron could be the owner of the future NBA team there. Um, and and now the Super Bowl is being played there. Andrew Brandt tweeted this out earlier today, said, still amazed we are playing a Super Bowl in Las Vegas. 
The NFL fought sports gambling in court for eight years with tens of millions in legal fees. A few years ago, they wouldn't let Tony Romo and others go to a fantasy football convention in Vegas, now staging its pinnacle event in gambling's mecca. It's Andrew Brandt. It is unbelievable. The, the, and, and I support it. You know, I think most people do. I think it's the right thing to do. I just think that you've got to make sure, as we've said all along, that, that the integrity and the transparency is where it needs to be. So my question for you, building on this, kind of like the streaming thing where no one ever would have thought that you'd be paying for some sports or you would have to have a channel that you would pay for, like the Cubs, Marquee. Yeah. I think the Sox and the Bulls are going to go to stadium uh, eventually soon, too, where you're going to have to pay for that. What is going to happen in 10 years from now in sports, anything? It could be, this is an open-ended question, that you would think now is shocking, but in 10 years from now wouldn't seem so shocking, kind of like the Vegas-type thing. And it could be anything sports-related. Well, I mean, there would be intense math attached to it if you're willing to go through the intense math because this is, how I, this is how I would see it. The networks are willing to pay a king's ransom because it's still beneficial to them. It's no longer a lost leader. Like, Fox got in the game years and years and years and years and years and years ago. They were losing money, but they used the NFL to, to basically legitimize their network. So they accomplished that goal so that people, you know, now they are, you know, they're on on the same par, on the same, you know, stage as the other networks. Now it's a for-profit exercise. So at what point does the NFL say, look, we do the math, we can get more out of charging people for every game in a streaming atmosphere versus just selling rights fees to all of these these different networks. So how much do the networks pay now? Like billions of dollars. Yeah. Let's say $15 billion. Let's just say that collectively that the, the, the rights fees are a total of $15 billion. Where's the threshold where they believe realistically they, can make they money. could get more than $15 million if, in fact, they were offering this as a pure buy-as-you-want-to a la carte service? Game by game, season by season, whatever it may be. That's the math that they have to do. And I'm, listen, I don't think they have to. There's more work involved with that for the league. Now you got to go out and hire people to sell and do all kinds of other stuff. Right now, this is just they sit and people fan them and feed them grapes and throw them billions of dollars. Like there's no, there's no heavy lifting for them to take the money from the different networks. Once either the networks cringe at the amount that they're being asked to pay or they feel they can make more on a streaming platform or in a pay-per-view environment, I think that's your threshold. And I'm not even talking, like, as far as my prediction question for you is, it's not just business. I'm talking about anything in sports that, yeah. would, sh- that would sound crazy now, and I've, I've got one, too. And uh, I know you have raged against rule changes before. Um, like, think about how many times has the NFL overtime changed? A lot. A lot, right? Like, it started out where you could just win with a field goal. Right. Right? And then it changed where you have to score a touchdown. Uh, and then Or, like... Well, now in the postseason, like both teams are guaranteed. Both, both teams get Even it. Even if right. the first team scores a touchdown in the postseason, the other team's still going to get a chance. What if I told you 10 years ago that in extra innings... There's going to be an imaginary runner on yeah. second pay. Like, think about some of these things, like not just the Vegas stuff, that there are teams in Vegas or there's a Super Bowl in Vegas. What if I told you five years ago that, hey, by the way, in the 10th inning, there's going to be an imaginary runner on second base? I would have never guessed that. And, and like, we've talked about this, and I don't think you guys have liked this either. I believe this is going to happen. This has been thrown to me before. I think this has been a Theo idea in baseball. I believe this is going to happen, that there will be, whether it's the ninth inning or an extra innings in baseball, a, what do they call it, the golden batter? Tyler, have you heard this? Where if you hit it in the bozo bucket in center field, you win automatically? Is this this like a, almost like a hit off at the end of the game? Or, Or at least like, no matter your batting order, you can Bat a player. Even if he hit the inning before. Yes. 
So, like, in, like, the eighth inning or later, you, you get a one golden batter per game. So, for instance, if you want to bat Mike Trout in, in this inning, you can bat him first or third in this position. Like, think about it. In football, the quarterback gets to touch the ball and do, and you can devise a play or get it to Christian McCaffrey every time. Right. In, in basketball, you can have LeBron James touch the ball every possession. Jimmy Butler, Giannis, touch the ball every possession. Baseball's the only sport where you have to wait your turn. And, and maybe it would make sense, but like we're just, because it's always been that way, you have to wait your turn because it's an order. Maybe it would make sense and be more exciting if in extra innings or in the ninth inning, you could reshuffle your order. Just one time. What if the game go, what, is, what if the game goes into like sixteen innings? And what is the not ex- with the imaginary me, runner on second? Let me ask you what what would be the motivation for doing it? Because excitement. runner on second excitement added ex- excitement added excitement that the star players get to hit more. Okay, because the runner on second was a product of we don't want to right. wear out our bullpens. Right. The that. And I've been talking, like, I talked to Kevin Bayham about this. I've talked to other people about this. I believe in five to ten years, this is coming. Just for the ninth inning or extra? I don't know. I don't know. Or it's going to be used, like, some way, somehow. Once again, a game, at any inning, you can use it? I I don't know if it's going to be used once, if it's going to be used, like, if you can reshuffle every. Like, remember when T.J. Oshie in, in the Olympics got to take every penalty shot? Yeah, I think so. Like, I don't know. I, I, and I know people will probably say, Sylvie, you're crazy. But again, like, how crazy did it sound five years ago that you would have an imaginary runner on second base and it would be something? How is Major League Baseball? Like, is everyone cool with that that rule change? Is, are people still like, oh, we're doing it because this is a major league? Everyone's. I, I just think like, that what people percentage, don't. They I don't, don't care. Think, I, don't, I think people don't fight it anymore. Yeah. Bigger, bigger bases. Yeah. What about that? <laughs> like, you know what I mean? So, like, uh, so pitch to me also if you've got something that sounds crazy now that you think could happen five years from Has now. Has there been any tangible benefit to that stuff? Like, is it any more popular? Because the reason they did it, well, the, the, the runner on second is, is so that games don't last forever and you don't burn your bullpen. But yeah, more like, action and, and more scoring. Has there been a tangible or has the time period not been long enough to be able to tell? I don't know. It's like, sure. I wonder whether or not they are seeing tangible evidence that these new rules, and it's only been one year because they, last year was the first year they had the bigger bases and the no shift rule. I wonder if over the course of the next couple of years, so you have a three year sample size, whether or not you'll see a tangible difference with regard to how the game is appreciated by the younger fans. Remember, we thought it was only here for COVID, right? Right. And then they changed, and then they said, no, it's here forever, or at least for now. Josh in Seattle, you're on ESPN 1000. What's up, Josh? How you doing, gentlemen? Thanks for taking my call. Sure. I just wanted to weigh in on the uh, the paying for the Super Bowl thing. I remember as a kid growing I'm 45, and I remember as a kid growing up, my dad going on and on about boxing and how it was, like, the greatest sport, and there would be, you know, Friday night, fight night, and... It was just like the everyday man sport, but then it kind of all went to pay-per-view, and then it just kind of died out after that. I mean, every now and again, people will go and pay for a big game, but like the average person doesn't go watch that or doesn't care because it's not just something that they'll come across on the TV. And if they start charging for football, you're going to lose that like common fan base. And yeah, us diehard fans are probably going to still pay for it and watch it, but you're going to have a hard time generating new fans if you have to expect somebody who has no real interest in it to start watching it if they can't just come across it on TV, you know? It's a great point, Josh, because you'll read a bunch of articles as to one of the reasons why boxing is not as popular as it used to be, and there's a plethora of reasons maybe, but one is is that, like Josh was saying, if you've got to pay for big fights, there, I mean, you're 
you're pricing yourself out of a lot of markets. See, but with boxing has been on pay-per-view since the 1970s. A thriller in Manila was on pay-per-view. Was and really? I think pay-per-view did well. Boxing did well on pay-per-view since 75. They were great in the 80s and the 90s. Boxing has died out because there's no stars. That's, the, that's what I was going to say. Which is it, the chicken or the egg? And, and the rise of UFC as well. Well, that too, but I didn't realize pay-per-view goes back to the mid-70s or late-70s. Are you a big boxing fan, Kevbo? I mean, I, I, I'll watch it if it's on. Like, you know, they still have free fights on, on ESPN from time to time. And if, if it's on, I'll, I'll take a look. I do like UFC. I prefer that to boxing. I think a lot of people do, and that's why boxing has declined, because you get more of a complete fight in UFC, whereas boxing, of course, just two guys standing back and forth from each other hugging. Tom on 294. You're on ESPN 1000. What's up, Tom? Hey. Hey, what's up, gentlemen? How you doing? We're good. Um, I just wanted to comment on what you kind of said, Sylvie, about the potential rights of, like, the NFL. I could see Amazon purchasing the entire rights and making it be streaming, whether it be, like, a team or a certain game or the entire NFL package. Um I don't think that's too far-fetched. What are your thoughts? I, I look. I don't know when it's happening. I don't. I, but I, and I think I think it will happen more frequently when either the networks get exhausted paying the huge fees, or, may, or the NFL figures out that they have a significant advantage by making you pay for everything. I don't know when that day will come. I don't know if it'll ever come. I don't know if the the networks and the league will continue this relationship to infinity and beyond. I don't know. But I can guarantee you they're doing the math in in New York City right now on Park Street, wherever the league's headquarters are. And they know exactly how many people they would need to make as much money as they're making now collectively from all of the different networks and the rights fees that are involved. Ed in River Forest, you're on ESPN 1000. What's up, Ed? Hey, I don't know when the technology will be there, but I foresee hologram games. What the hell does that even mean, Ed? (laughs) So I I keep hearing about bands in the future being able to... You can go see Prince in the future. It'll be a hologram of Prince, but you'll be able to go to his concert, essentially. So... What I'm thinking is you go to the United Center in like, I don't know, 10, 15, 20 years. The hologram technology is good enough where, you know, you might be able to see the last game of the, I don't know, 96 finals, let's say. You know, who wouldn't want to see that? They'll see, you know, Jordan in his prime. You just, like, I just freaked me out, first of all, Ed. I mean, like, I, I love Prince. I don't know that I, I could just put on... Like Prince music on my phone. Like the hologram will look realistic. Yeah, I mean, yeah, totally. I I would imagine that they're going to get the technology to a point where you know you essentially see an entire replay of the game, but it's going to feel like wow. So you're going to you go know, watch a replay at an. You're going to it's going to be a destination to go to a stadium to watch a replay of a concert or a, a game versus just sit like sitting on your couch and watching a video. That's interesting. Yeah. The the more you say it, the less I want to do it. (laughs) (laughs) He talked out of it. I mean, seriously, let's talk this through right now. Wouldn't you rather just sit on your couch and watch, like for the example you used, a Prince concert from, you know, 15 years ago? Put Purple Rain on. I'm sure there's a channel that you can watch where the movie's playing right now or you can buy it for four bucks versus getting in the car and driving downtown to go to the United Center where it's just going to be a hologram of a Prince concert. Well, think about it differently. Think about all the concerts you missed just because of your age. That's right? true. You, you never had the ability to go see Bob Marley in concert. Now you can. Right? And, it, it, and if it feels like he's actually there singing, then why not spend the money and go see Bob Marley in concert? Because That's an interesting concept. We see, but yeah, and then you're... Your kids can go see Jordan. Or, Ed, I can just put those new Apple Vision, those glasses on, Uh, and you can probably experience it that way. But those things are like $3,500. The goggles won't serve you beer, you know? No, that's true. But you could have a beer. Yeah, I could serve myself a beer if I'm sitting on my couch with those goggles on. Those would actually, we could call those beer goggles, Ed. (laughs) Ah, there you go. You change up your wife. You can do all kinds of things. Whoa, whoa. You said life or wife? (laughs) 
I said wife. Ed, come on, man. <laughs> you can't say that. Ed, thanks. It got dirty. It's like, I'm just saying. <laughs> Did you see this, too? Um, Cliff Kingsbury is the front runner to be the offensive coordinator in Vegas for the Raiders. According to Aaron that. Wilson. I did not see that. Yes. So they're going to run the air raid. Yeah. Nothing nothing like a O'Connell back there spinning it for like 55 times a game, right, Tyler? That's what he did in college. I know. Would this be uh, something that they could uh, trade for Justin Fields? I don't think... I, listen, I, I wouldn't put anything past anybody these days, but I don't think the air raid offense kind of tailors itself or is tailored to Justin's skill set. But I don't know. I mean, the, the, the air raid offense is just dropping back and chucking it 100 times a game, right? Yeah, like, does that even work in the NFL or does that just work in the Big 12 where they don't play defense and they don't tackle people? Right. It didn't work in Arizona. It did for a short period of time and then people got wise to it and then, I don't know. It'd be interesting. So Maybe he, he's learned. Maybe he's, you know, will adjust his system. Uh, Marvin Lewis is their assistant head coach and then Cliff Kingsbury is going to be their OC according to Aaron Wilson. Uh, Jimmy in Park Ridge, you're on ESPN 1000. What's up, Jimmy? Wow. Uh, first off, I'm just going to pop some gummies in my mouth so there I can try to figure out the holograms uh, game. Yeah. Ed's holograms game. Woo! Yeah. But uh, my idea, and I've had this idea ever since I was a kid, and I'm about your age, Waddle, so that was quite a while back, and I'm, I feel proud that I can remember this. But I always had this idea that once the playoffs came around, and it is to work in any sport. Once the playoffs came around, whatever team you beat, you get to take one player from their team into the next round. Now, now who's eating the gummies? Yeah, I, hey, you know, it is what it is. I wasn't doing gummies when I was seven wait, thinking about this stuff. Right, wait, 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 wait cool. I want to hear this again. So wait, in, right. no matter what sport? Yeah, no matter what sport. So... You know, you're you're the Bulls. I'm not a huge basketball fan, but you're the Bulls, and you know, you're on the fringe of three peat. You beat the Knicks like they always used to, and you're like, you know what? What was the guy's name? Derek Mason was such a bad apple. Like, you know, we're going to take Derek Mason into the next uh, round versus uh, versus Anthony Mason. Uh, yeah, Anthony. I was going to say, you know, Anthony. Phoenix. Yeah, Anthony Mason. Or like, yeah. are you so wait? Are you saying like if Baltimore? would have beaten the Chiefs, they could have right. taken Mahomes and replaced Lamar no. Jackson? I think that each, yeah, I guess they could, but no. there's probably more value in not taking Mahomes when you already have Lamar. There's probably something better you could do. I was thinking there probably have to be some sort of rules. like Maybe not a pitcher in Major League Baseball. Maybe it would have to be a, a field player. Because, I mean, Jimmy, you could really change your team by grabbing, like, uh, you know, Randy Johnson or something like that. Jimmy, I've considered, like, I, I'm more open-minded now than I was years and years ago. I still, like, I, you know, I have still things that, that it's about sports that I don't want to see changed. I have no interest right. in what you just described, Jimmy. I, I, I love you dearly, <laughs> Jimmy. But honest, yeah, I'm just saying, like, it doesn't mean I don't love you, Jimmy, but that idea would I got no interest. I thought you were going to give him the uh, Billy Madison. Oh, no. What you just said. Yeah. It's just not the dumbest thing I have ever heard. But I would have told people years ago that putting a runner on second and extra innings is just lazy. It's a, yeah, it's a ghost runner. Right. You you know, in fairness, I did tell Black uh, that maybe this topic might be better off on his show because they would go crazy with it. But he thought it would work out with you guys, so whatever. (laughs) Jimmy, good stuff. Thank you. Yeah, it's just not, look, I I mean, it's not. Some people may like it. That's not, I'm open to any ideas. That one would get thrown in the trash can quickly for me. (laughs) Are you open to it? No. Acquiring no. a player from another team no, after you beat said team? If you're taking then the best player, you're like totally changing the makeup of your team then. Right. And then now you're making rules where you can't take the best player, but now you all of a sudden you could only take a role player. At that point, we're trying too hard. Just, you know, yeah, right. start listening to music or watching a movie instead of sports. I, I think we got another Harbaugh uh, uh, movie reference. Oh, really? We, we had a television show reference with Ted Lasso. I think we have a, another one. I'm going to describe it to you. It'd be like, it'd be like Morgan Freeman and Shawshank Redemption. You know, red, you know, I'm so, I'm so excited that I, I find I, you know, I can't sit still or, or hold a thought in my head. You know, uh, 
what a free man would feel before a long journey. And uh, I just want to make it across the border. want to uh, shake my friend's hand. That's, that's how I feel. I love it. I, I'm here for all of it. Is he saying Michigan was like Shawshank Penitentiary? <laughs> Don't know, but I'm here. I'm here for every every bit of it. Every right, let, word. Let's rank these. Let's rank every these. word of this. Way, I think for. he did make that same exact reference in his Michigan opening press oh, conference. Did? Yeah, the Shawshank. Uh, according to Michelle Steele, he made the same reference when he left the NFL to go to Michigan. Are you, are, instead of ranking them, give me a scale of one to ten on how good they on are. How much you've en- each each one that you enjoyed the, these sound ten. bites. Okay. Ten, 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 ten. The questions, uh, a lot to probably talk about, and let's have at it. Coach, this is, uh, I'm Jim Hill, KKL 9 News. Congratulations. You're a legend. You're a legend. Of no, 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 you no, you're the legend. You're a legend. No, 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 you're the legend. You're a legend. Believe me, you're the legend. I'm giving him an 11 Is that the best one out of all of them? Yes. Oh, yeah, there's some things I've copied from Ted Lasso. I try to emulate Ted Lasso in a lot of ways. That's that TV show, yeah, that's. That's one of the best. Jason Sudeikis. Uh, I got a story about me you know, and Jason Sudeikis. Tremendous. I got a great story of how I met Jason Sudeikis. Uh, uh, but I think that there's a life lesson in every, every one of those episodes. I told you. that show. Piece of advice, if I may. Watch the Ted Lasso show. I, like, so I told I you when, when I, last week when I, we found out that his pr- press conference was going to be Thursday at whatever time. I told you guys all, make sure you're running on this or you, you're, you're making sure you're catching it all. Because I, I didn't think it would be this good. Oh, it's <laughs> I gar- guarantee you, like you just begun. Like there will be stuff that comes out of there on a weekly basis. And then compare it to Dave Canales, who just took over the. the okay. And I'm sure he's got a great message as well. But like. Jim is unique in so many different ways. Will you, you give me a uh, give? Uh, do you have a uh, Eberflus for me? Put it side by side with an Eberflus. Cabo, can I get an Eberflus from like week eighteen? Right, 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 right. Okay, yep. right. Foundational pieces are hustle, effort. We're going to be an effort-based team. Okay, that's the number one piece. And we're going to have measurable ways for standards of performance that are going to be detailed. Every single rep, every single practice, More Ted every single game. Okay, now pause it. Effort. I could describe it to you. It'd be like, it'd be like Morgan Freeman and Shawshank Redemption. You know, red. You know, I'm so, I'm so excited that I, I find I you know I can't sit still or or hold a thought in my head. You know, uh, what a free man would feel before a long journey. And uh, I just want to make it across the border. Want to uh, shake my friend's hand? That's that's how I feel. More of that. <laughs> more of that. I want more of that. This is supposed to be fun. Like this is entertainment. And I, he's not. I, I mean, you I don't be true to yourself, though. Yeah. Well, I think he is. This is who he is. He is. Yeah. yeah, that's not Eber for himself. Well, I don't Eber know about that. Tired about Shawshank. Yeah, yeah, no, right. Yes, absolutely. I wouldn't. It wouldn't work for Eberflus. What what Coach Eberflus is talking about works for him. I want more Ted Lasso and 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 Shawshank Redemption. You're a legend. No, no, no. You're a legend. That's my. The questions. Uh, a lot to probably talk about. And- Let's have at it. Coach, this is, uh, I'm Jim Hill, KKL 9 News. Congratulations. You're a legend. No, 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 you're the legend. You're a legend. No, 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 you're the legend. You're a legend. Believe me, you're the legend. (laughs) (laughs) It's like fake stuff. It's like out of a fake show on HBO about a coach. I love it. It really is. All right, let's get to the Aki's A-List. It's time for Aki's A-List. From the mind of the man who understands the four P's of Waddle's world. Aki's A-List. The top questions and topics floating around in Tyler Aki's mind. Are these really the questions that I was called here to answer? Aki's A-List on ESPN Chicago. Hi, Tyler. What are your questions for today? All right, so after Dan Quinn was hired today, we have closed the circle on all of the head coaching hires for the rest of the offseason, barring some unforeseen change at a head coaching position somewhere else. So your new head coaches are Dan Quinn with the Commanders, Mike McDonald with the Seahawks, 
Raheem Morris with the Falcons, Dave Canales with the Panthers, Jim Harbaugh with the Chargers, Brian Callahan with the Titans, Antonio Pierce with the Raiders, and Gerard Mayo with the Patriots. Out of all of those, I believe there's eight changes there. Which three teams should be most excited about their new coach? Jim Harbaugh, one. Jim Harbaugh and the Chargers, two. And the Chargers, number three. No, I would say personally I'll go Chargers. Um, Because a lot of the coaches uh, that I was expecting to get hired didn't get hired. Give me the list again. You got Dan Quinn, Mike McDonald, Raheem Morris, Dave Canales, Jim Harbaugh, Brian Callahan, Antonio Pierce, Gerard Mayo. I think Antonio Pierce in L- or in Las Vegas is a good match because and and that team fought for him. Yeah, Boy, there's I mean, there's a lot of inexperience there too. There like, what do I know about Callahan? You know what I mean? Young offensive guy. A lot of defensive guys ended up getting hired. I don't know anything about five first time head coaches. Yeah, I like I I always like Dan Quinn. Like I, I'll yeah. say this that. Dan Quinn hires good coordinators, like I've, I said before. I would go Harbaugh in the Chargers, Antonio Pierce in the Raiders, and Quinn with the, the commanders. I'll get behind that. All right. Would you say differently? I would probably agree. I think, yeah, Pierce, Harbaugh, and Dan Quinn would be my three. I, I, potentially Raheem Morris. Because I think if you're the Falcons, because I part of this – conversation is also what left too and when you look at the falcons they must have hated arthur smith right because of all the talent that was misused there and you think you bring in raheem morris and some of that maybe changes so i think you could throw his name into the mix there as well um this article from jason leisure from the sun times it was a conversation with brendan rice who was one of caleb williams's receivers at usc and is also the son of nfl hall of famer jerry rice and he told jason leisure of the sun times about caleb williams if you can risk not picking him and picking apart his game and letting him fall have fun losing your job man honestly have fun i'm proud of my quarterback he also talked about his character saying i love him as a teammate that dude's a leader i had some dark days out on that field my junior year had a lot of drops and a lot of inconsistency and he knew how to bring the best out of me i know he sits back and laughs at all of that criticism I think surrounding his character, he he adds it to his drive and it fuels his fire and he goes ahead and just displays every day that he's going to be a leader and attack the day. Does this make you feel a lot better about Caleb Williams or does it not sway you at all? No, no again, it, it's just like a lot of the noise on the other direction. Yeah. It's just another piece of the pie yep. where it, it's it, Consider it, 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 yeah, it's a guy. It, 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 it's a teammate. It's just like many of the teammates who are singing the praises of Justin Fields. It, it's good that teammates are saying good things about Justin Fields. We know Justin Fields is a great leader, and um, it's it's good that uh, one of Caleb Williams' teammates in college is saying good things about Caleb it's Williams. It's what I would expect. It's not unexpected no, to me right. to hear that. If it's, it was the I, other way, then, then yeah, it would be a, a I, warning flag. Yeah, I, I, I agree with your first statement that, look, it's just a piece to the puzzle. It's just another piece of information you put into your computer when you are considering everything and you'll come to your conclusion. But this definitely, I mean, it's part of it, as is all the endorsements that came from Justin's teammates this year as well. It's like I'm not going to like do the happy dance that what Jerry Rice's son is saying that, oh, look at all that Caleb Williams did for, for him. Like, yeah. In both cases, it's better than the alternative. It's better that you hear DJ Moore and others speak on behalf of Justin versus, you know, cussing. And the same is with, with, you know, Caleb Williams. It's nice to hear that his teammates liked him and respected him and talked this way. You put it into your calculator. It's part of the event investigative process, but it's not, I don't, it's, it's nothing that pushes me in either direction. All right, moving on to the rest of the NFL. Sean McDonough was on the radio out in Boston on WEEI, and he was talking about Andy Reid, and he said, it wouldn't surprise me if Andy is considering it, which is retirement. 
I mean, he's definitely towards the end of his career. I kind of believe in going out on top. So if he were to win and he was pondering it, I wonder if it might compel him to be more likely to retire and go out with a Super Bowl championship. We've also heard Greeny kind of hint at some of this as well. If the Chiefs go on to win the Super Bowl, do you believe Andy Reid will be back as head coach in 2024? Yes, I do believe that, that he'll be back. What is the, the the quote was this was from Sean McDonough, you said? Sean McDonough and Who then I Green, like. Greeny's also said something similar but, too. But but is the I heard your wording say, I wonder if he might retire. That doesn't sound like any sort of proclamation to me. I wonder if he might retire. He but, says it wouldn't surprise me if Andy is considering it. What was the I wonder part? I wonder if it um he said, I kind of believe in going out on top, so if he were to win and he was pondering it, I wonder if it might compel him to be more likely to retire and go out with the Super Bowl. Like, again, that's no proclamation. That's I wonder. Big deal. Like, uh, I, it, I'm not saying that it can't happen, but I know you've believed this, too. You ride the Patrick Mahomes wave. You're still young. If, if his health is good, I think you continue, continue to to do this as long as you can. Yeah, I'm with you. I, it's, Patrick is, what, 28? Going to be 29 next year? Is not showing any signs of slowing down. I, Andy Reid's 65. Yeah. Uh, you know, Belichick was 70 or 72. Pete Carroll was in his 70s. No, look, if you're burnt out, yeah, if, if your health isn't good, if you need a rest, different story. But, man... This is a ride that, like, if you ride roller coasters and you find the best roller coaster in the country and you have a speed pass or you have the ability to stay on that roller coaster for as long as you want, don't you continue the ride? If I'm Andy Reid, like, this is the best roller coaster in the world. There are very few valleys. There, most of these are, are all being at the top of the mountain. I, I, would, I, would, I would continue to do, if, if, like you said, I mean, if he's still inspired to do it and he's in good health and I just don't see him stepping away from arguably the best quarterback to ever play the game. I don't think Kelsey's retiring either. Kelsey's already said he's coming back next year. He said that a couple of weeks ago, didn't he? Two, three, four weeks ago. I think he, people are so speculative. I thought I heard on Greeny's show they were talking about that. that they what still- did Greeny say about Andy Reid? I can't remember the exact wording around it, but he we can try and find the audio yeah. of it, too. But I believe he said something similar along the lines of, like, it wouldn't shock him if he did step away at the end of the year. Travis Kelsey, I'm trying to figure out how. Travis Kelsey is, how old is Travis Kelsey? 33, 30, I would guess. 34. 34. He's 34. He was born in, so he just turned 34 because he was born in October, so... You know, I I don't think Travis. I think Travis Kelsey has said he's coming back, and I wouldn't expect him to walk away anyway. All right, tonight is also the Pro Bowl games as well. Can you tonight is? Yep, tonight. It's not this weekend. Thursday, February first is what I'm seeing right here. Um, there are six different events. Can you name any of the events that are taking place for the Pro Bowl? Dodgeball. Dodgeball is one of them. Yes. Okay. Uh, closest to the pin. Do you know what that is? Um, you're throwing the football at something down the field? No, it's actually golf. Golf, okay. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. But yes, that is another one. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> we're, we're I don't know. At, That's we're it. stuck at two? Is that that where we're stuck at two? Um, there's got to be some sort of an obstacle course like they've been doing, right? There's some sort of an obstacle course. No obstacle course. No obstacle course. Mm-mm. There's a strength uh, test. No strength test. There's a hammer throw. No hammer throw. I don't throw. think there's a hammer throw. What? Get, okay, give me what, what do you got? The other four, you've got a precision passing, yeah. which is where you, you hit the targets. Okay. You've got best catch, which sounds like it's kind of their version of the dunk contest. Yeah, right? I, they, 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 they grade them. Isn't this with a mat? Didn't we, haven't we so. seen so. this before? Mm-hmm. There's the high stakes where each player will attempt to catch punts from a jugs machine. The most sure-handed player who catches the most footballs without dropping the others wins. They should do the ones where how many footballs can you hold in your hand. I think that's what this is. Oh, really? Yeah. Where, you could, uh, uh, where you keep... Yeah, because 
it's most sure-handed player who catches the most footballs without dropping the others wins. Oh, I like that. So I think that's what that is. And then there is kick-tack-toe, where each kicker will compete in a giant tic-tac-toe competition to showcase their accuracy, accuracy skills. This okay. isn't going to be worth watching, is it? I don't think so. Are you no flag, no when flag football, is that this weekend? The flag uh, football flag game? Flag football is probably this weekend, then. Okay. Yeah. I don't get uh, any of this. All right. There, that's uh, Aki's A-list. Would you rather come it up? And then we'll talk to Jeff Joniak from the Senior Bowl at 6 o'clock. Hey, this is Coach Mike Dick. Greg Olson here. This is Stacy King. Hey, this is D Rose. What up? This is Ludacris. Hello, this is Dick Enberg. Would you like to play a little? Would you rather? Oh, my. Troy, would you rather? Each and every Thursday, you tweet us using the hashtag WS Would You Rather. Today, it's Tyler at Tyler Aki underscore. And also, Kevbo's in for Meller today. Kevbo underscore. Follow them both. By the way, I just got a text from Jay Moore. And Jay Moore, and I make this quick because I know we had to. The, he says the first hologram concert was Tupac yes. at Coachella in 2012. Uh, that's what I was thinking, uh, Tupac. Thanks, I Jay thought it Moore. Was, I think Chief Keith's done one, too. Wasn't, oh, yeah. it, wasn't it a big bust, the Tupac uh, Yeah, it freaked show? everybody out. Nobody yeah, liked it. Yeah. I didn't think it was very good. It's like the yeah. Harry Carey... Uh, Seventh oh, inning stretch. That was too. brutal. That was brutal. That was bad. Where also. was that? In an All Star game? No, that or? was at uh, the Field of Dreams. Field of Dreams. The that was second so time. Bad. That yeah. was so bad. All right. Vince wants to know: Would you rather have backstage concert tickets with a meet and greet for Taylor Swift, or the best seats in the house for the Super Bowl? Super Bowl seats? No. 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 Yeah, I don't need meet and greet. I watch the Super Bowl on television. A meet and greet with Taylor Swift. Do you know how expensive She's a human those? Being. Huh? She's just a human. She's a human so, being. So is everybody. I mean, you like, never wanted to meet somebody. Yeah, but I'd rather have. Beings? I'd rather have the best seats in the house for the game. What are the best seats in the house, that, in your estimation? Probably a suite on the fifty-yard line with all the food and booze you could consume. So you like it yeah. a little elevated, fifty-yard yeah. line. Wouldn't you rather have a suite for the Super Bowl? Well, now you know. Wait, now you didn't. Now you didn't include the suite. You just said a seat. Well, uh, I'm assuming my food and a, seat, a seat can be in a suite. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so now all my food and beverage is included. Of course yeah. it is. That's a game changer. Super Bowl suite in Vegas, or you're going to walk into an area where she's greeting a thousand people. And you get to shake her hand and say hi, Taylor. But you're also backstage. All right. Oh, I mean, for yeah, I, I, I still will do that. Mean great. Sweet. What's the, that's sweet a good one. Though. That's very good. Creative. All right. Would you rather this from Damien on Twitter? Would you rather eat mystery leftovers that have been left in the fridge a little too long, no. or no? Eat off a stranger's leftovers that they left on their oh. plate in a restaurant. Oh, oh, Jesus. So you don't know how long the leftovers have been in the fridge. I mean, the stranger's but, leftovers on a plate in a restaurant. Wait a minute, but you know they're yours in the fridge? Correct. Yeah. It's just been in there for, for a hot minute. Well, okay. how long is a hot minute? You don't know. Over a week at no, least. Not, no, I'll, I'll take the uh, stranger's food. Well, you don't know what they have. That's true. Could have syphilis. Can you get syphilis? I don't syphilis know if you get through? syphilis from eating the remains of a cheeseburger. You want to find out? Uh, no, but... I mean, listen, neither one of these these options is a great one. That's the essence of the, the exercise. The, the, oh, this is good. This is good. Okay, but I see, I could tell you, I'm, I'm watching people. I'm watching and... what they're eating. I'm I'm not eating off of a stranger's plate. Give me my leftovers, no matter how long they've been there. Well, here's the truth. I'm going to nuke it in the fridge, b- burn off all the... Uh, Your meal's on a stranger's plate anyway at a restaurant. It just was a meal before it was yours. It true. was somebody that else's. That is true. I'm still... Okay. Yeah. I'm going my leftovers. And, and they could be from a year ago, right? No. Why would you keep... Your own leftovers in your fridge. It's your fridge. What was the question? I think I've got uh, Christmas leftovers in my fridge still. Well, that's disgusting. That's a you issue. Yeah, Kevbo. But I'm not eating Clean your house. My house is perfectly clean. It doesn't sound like it. It's just a fridge is a different ball game. Have you ever eaten at a buffet? Have you ever had a buffet? I had a buffet this this Sunday. It's probably not exactly the same, but there are some comparable traits. 
to having what's left over on a stranger's plate. The people They've been picking through that stuff. Yeah, it's true. I, I'm still going. You don't for my think leftovers. that there hasn't been a sneeze into the the shrimp dish every now and again? The the people were cutting the meat though and serving it to me. It was brisket and uh, pulled chicken. I hope nobody sneezed on it while you weren't looking. <laughs> What's next? Wilberto wants to know: Would you rather be in a diaper for a week and have your mother change you as an adult, or change Yurko's diaper for five days? This has been the most disgusting would you rather in the history of would you rather. By the way, that's probably the best question. I'm changing Yurko. I'm changing Yurko. I am too. I changed a good kid. Yeah, yeah. Give me a wet wipe. Powder him up a little bit. Yeah. Put on goggles and a and a gas mask. Clean him up. Throw a little powder on him. If he has a blowout. (laughs) (laughs) That thing. We got to take a look at that thing too. Like, (laughs) you go. Would you tuck that thing? I'm not. What was the other option? Is your 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 uh, mom changes you for a week? You're in a diaper in a week, and you've got to wear it. No, you've got to wear it for a week. No, I'll go. Does this mean you can't use the toilet too? I, I'd imagine so. I think you're you're getting your diaper changed. You're acting like a child, like those adults. Can you imagine the, the mess that Yurko's making in the diaper? I'm not changing my mind. I don't want my mom changing a diaper that I'm wearing every day for a week. One week, yes. No, I, that ain't happening. That ain't happening. Like I said, I'll put goggles and a, a gas mask on. I'll I'll treat the good kid with respect. <coughs> I just I think I almost threw up. Uh, there's your winner. There's a new, wait, wait, if you, you, you answer the question. Gets, you you guys do? answer the question. Yeah, I'd probably change your... It's it's less time, too. It's five days versus a week. Yeah. And we're not living with Yurko, no, so we, just, we only yeah, change him when we swing, see him. Swing by the house to... Oh, Tyler and I have never changed diapers, though. To my knowledge, no, I don't think not, Tyler it's, has. It's, it's, it's not a big deal. No, it's not it's a big deal. If it's Yurko, it's a big deal. That that is officially a big deal. That's what would you do, Kevbo? I'd probably go with the uh, the good kid. Yeah, yeah. Good kids for 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 people willing to change his diaper. Am I am I allowed to manage his diet this week? Where I'm doing no, this? Or I don't no, know. he what just you do. I mean, like, are you uh, giving? If you're giving him healthier, I'm trying, no, to, no, I'm no, trying to stop him up. Him I'd stop him up. I'm He's trying to stop him up with a little emodium or something. Uh, yeah, yeah, I'd He's give slipping him an emodium. Yeah, I'm giving him something that makes sure that he's only dropping a deuce <laughs> maybe once every two days. Hey, you're, can I get you some coffee? And then you drop a couple of emodiums in yeah. there. <laughs> wow. All right, that's the winner. Uh, it's Would You Rather each and every Thursday. I got weird. Joniak's going to join us. He's on his way to the uh, senior ball. He's Let's gonna... ask him that question. Okay. Well, uh, well, should we stun him? Let's stun him. I don't need, you know what? I, I have too much respect for Jeff to actually ask him that question. Right, that makes one of us. Uh, Joniak joins us next.